This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, listener. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm so grateful to be in your earbuds today or your headphones today. Hopefully you are getting out, enjoying the summer, or if you're down under, this would be early uh, fall and starting into winter for you guys. Wherever you are in the world though, I just want you to know that I am so grateful for you tuning in. And I'm really looking forward to this episode because I'm answering a listener's question today. And I think it's really relevant to what I hear from my clients all the time in regards to making choices and whether or not you're making choices from an empowered place or whether or not you're allowing your circumstances to guide you and how much it impacts you when you are not making yourself a priority in your life. So if you've been following along on this podcast for a while, you'll know that I am very, I I speak a lot about the things we think that are the problem that aren't the problem that we're using to numb ourselves out because we're not wanting to pay attention to how we're feeling. And usually we're not wanting to pay attention to how we're feeling because that would mean we'd come face to face with ourselves and you'd have to really acknowledge where your levels of self-worth and self-esteem are at. Because as you've heard me say time and time again, things we love and we value, we take care of. And it's not hard. It's not hard to take care of the things we love. So ask yourself, why is it so hard to make you a priority? Why is it so hard to take care of yourself? Why do you constantly become an afterthought in your life? So today I wanted to dive into this question uh, from Michelle, who was basically asking about, you know, it's really easy when everything is going well in her life for her to not reach for, you know, sugar and fake foods. Basically when she's not under stress, she manages to eat well and take care of herself. But what's happened now is you know, things have changed in her life with her work. And she says here in the last three weeks, the pace has revved back up again. And she's falling back into the cycle of not taking care of myself by staying up way too late at work, not eating and not eating the way she wants to eat. And she also goes on to say when she's in the environment of her office and under stress, she gets into craving for things like M&Ms. And these are things that she says she would normally never eat. She says she doesn't get these cravings or stress responses when she's getting the rest she needs or when she's working from home. 
Uh, and sometimes she gets cravings for dark chocolate even when she's not under stress, which is quite normal. So here's one thing that I wanna say before I dive into the, the deeper part of this question. Oftentimes when we are under a lot of stress, our body emits a lot of magnesium and dark chocolate <laughs> helps to restore our levels of magnesium. So your body is very, very wise. So listen to it. So that doesn't mean be eating, you know, all the dark chocolate all the time, but you know, your body is always telling you what it's missing. So if you find that you're craving certain things, look up what your body gets from those things and then look at all the different types of foods that you're eating and ask yourself, wow, am I deficient? Could I potentially be deficient in this? And this is why my body is craving it. I remember when I was pregnant with Oh, I don't remember if it was kid number one or kid number two, but I was like, all I wanted to do was eat ice, eat ice, like, like beer steins filled with ice. All I wanted to do was chew ice. And when I went to the doctor, he's like, oh, you must be low on iron. I said, you've got to be kidding me. Chewing ice is a symptom of low iron. And sure enough, it was. So again, our bodies are hardwired for survival and to thrive, and your body is always going to tell you what it needs. So when it comes though to eating under stress and not making yourself a priority, there are always gonna be periods of time in our lives where life lifes. COVID, for instance, right? Nobody could have predicted a global pandemic, but life lifes. When you are committed to taking care of yourself and making yourself a priority, you don't get swept away in the circumstances of your life. Doesn't mean that you don't have to make adjustments and be adaptable, but when you value your physical well-being and you value your emotional well-being, you don't compromise on the foundational things that support you feeling your best. So even when work is super busy, and I go through periods of times where we're in sprints, you know, for instance, right now we're getting ready to launch Weight Loss From Within again. I've got a lot of to-dos on my list, and I'm trying to get away for a week vacation, and I also have a full client roster. But that doesn't mean that the things that are important to me go in the fuck it bucket, so to speak. My food, I still do food prep on the weekends so that I know everything is in the fridge so I can go downstairs and I can get the meals that I need to eat with ease. I don't have to think about it. I'm very mindful about my nighttime routine and that I'm in bed at a, you know, still around between, you know, nine and 10 o'clock at night. Some nights it's been a little bit later, but I'm, I'm make sure that I'm getting the rest and the restoration I need because it is so imperative. And of course, you know, I'm still up early and going to the gym. So there's this law about time. Time will expand or shrink depending on how much time you give yourself. So if you give yourself more time to com complete a project or a task, it's going to take you longer. If you give yourself tighter boundaries around it, you're still going to get it done because you're going to work at a much more focused pace. So Michelle, if you're giving yourself all day and all night to get stuff done, I'm curious, 
how much you'd be able to get done if you actually set boundaries. And the bigger question is where else in your life are you not setting boundaries that support you being a priority? Because at the end of the day, if you lose your health because, you know, tax season put you, you know, out to pasture, that's, you're not going to be able to help anybody moving forward. So I understand there's these periods where it's their sprints and you may need to work longer. And that quite often is the way tax season is like for people who are in that industry. So it's knowing that you're gonna be going through a sprint, but before you go into that season saying, okay, if I know I'm gonna be working longer hours, what specifically are the boundaries that I'm gonna set around my hours? And what specifically do I need to support myself thriving through this period of time? Because the truth is, when you start cutting back on your sleep, it takes you longer to do the same task than if you were rested. So we think we're getting more done by burning the candle at both ends, but we're actually doing shitty work and we're not as focused and we don't nail all those details as when we're rested. So, you know, as, as an athlete, I know the better rested I am, the better I'm going to perform. And I like to look at pretty much everybody who's doing jobs where, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're running different seasons like an accountant or a bookkeeper, you are an athlete. You've got periods of where you've really got to show up, but you also have to bake in rest and restoration. So it's really setting those boundaries around, you know, come hell or high water, I'm going to leave the office at this time every night and telling yourself, I have more than enough time to get everything done that I need to get done. Because I know Lisa in a past life, I used, there's always more to do, always more to do, always more to do. And, you know, 20 years into entrepreneurship, I've never gotten to the bottom of my to-do list ever. Have you? <laughs> so it's reminding myself that I'm always going to have time to do the things that are important. And the other thing that I tell myself is that time expands to meet my needs. So that is the energy that I work from. So if you want to make you a priority, regardless of when life is lifing or what season you're in, you have to step back and say, what are the boundaries that I need to set for myself? And why am I resisting setting boundaries? What does that say about you? If you're resisting boundaries that help you show up as your fast. So if we go into rest being imperative and foundational and food also being foundational, I wanna talk about what happens, what else happens when we're not rested. So I've used the acronym HALT many, many times before and you can go back and listen in previous episodes to start at the beginning of this podcast. I'm sure there's a lot of gems in there. But HALT stands for hungry, angry or anxious, lonely, and tired. Now, when we have two or more of those uh, triggers at play, so say you, got a, you didn't get enough sleep because you're burning the candle at both ends, and now you've gone too long without eating, you are going to find yourself reaching for anything you can shove in your mouth. Because when we are tired, we make crappy decisions. We fall victim to our cravings. So let me rephrase that because we don't have to fall victim to our cravings, but more often than not, we do. 
And it is my belief that a lot of women actually keep themselves in that stress cycle because it's an amazing excuse to just eat whatever they want. Because it takes more effort to actually take care of yourself. It takes more effort to say, you know what, I'm going to put aside time to get some meals organized or get a meal service to come in or find really healthy takeout that I can have brought into the office than it is to just reach for the M&Ms, get that boost, and then keep going, right? Another cup of coffee and some more chocolate. So hungry, angry, lonely, tired, those will get you every time. So when you know you are in periods of stress and going into that, it's so, so important that you really look at what are the foundational things, again, that I need to support myself feeling my best. So making sure you've got food, healthy food, snacks at your office that are going to support you feeling better instead of just becoming a victim of your circumstances and reaching for everything. So if you know you're going to be tired, that means you have to focus even more on making sure that you have healthy choices that are going to support you um, how you want to feel. Because being stressed is a choice. Being stressed is a choice. So you've been in this business for a while, I'm assuming. So you've run this season every year for how many years? How many more years are you going to give your power away to tax season and let it be a reason why you can't take care of yourself or stay in this place of believing that you can't take care of yourself during this time? So we need to navigate and try and minimize our stress levels. So if we come back to the acronym of HALT and we're looking at angry or anxious and lonely, lonely can just be a disconnection from ourselves and angry and anxious. These are emotions that we're typically wanting to avoid and not feel and numb out, which is why, you know, we get into cravings because we're trying to soothe those feelings. So making sure that you're also doubling down on the activities during these seasons of higher stress in your life where you are taking five, 10 minutes to get quiet and tune in and be present and in your body. Because when we get into cycles of stress, we get out of our bodies and we get into our heads. And then we get into, we become these like thinking beings and we disconnect from our physical body. And your physical body is where all the wisdom where all the wisdom is. That's where your peace and your well-being lie. You will never find peace and well-being if you are stuck in your thoughts. So hopefully this will be helpful for you to really take a step back and say, where am I not taking responsibility for how I want to feel? Why am I allowing myself to become a victim of my circumstance? And the bigger question is, what specifically is the reason behind you not mattering during periods of time in your life, during different seasons. What more needs to change for you to step back and say, wow, I need to make sure that I am a number one priority regardless of what's going on in my life, regardless of what the circumstances are. Can I love and appreciate and value my physical and emotional well-being enough to make sure that it comes at the top of the priority list 
even during tax season when you're super busy. So hopefully that is helpful to you, Michelle, and answers your question. And I'm sure that there are many of you who are listening going, okay, I can totally relate to that. I can see different periods in my life when I just let go and I'm not taking care of myself. So it's all fine and dandy to be happy and grounded and in the zone when life is going great. But the true test is how do you take care of yourself when shit hits the fan? Do you throw yourself under the bus? Because if you, and I've said this in previous episodes, if your well-being and how you take care of yourself is dependent on your circumstances being one specific way, you're screwed because that is not how life operates. So if you're going to make yourself a priority, that has to mean that you make yourself a priority regardless of your circumstances. So on that note, as I mentioned, we are going to be opening the doors to weight loss from within. Within the next couple of weeks, I'm going to take a week off and get refreshed and rejuvenated and spend some time with my hubby so that I can come back and we're going to dive in for six weeks of live coaching while we take a deep dive into this relationship you're having with yourself. What is the relationship you're having with your body? What is the relationship you're having with your health? What are you saying to yourself about making yourself a priority? When you hear me say, make yourself a priority, do you think, geez, Lisa, I can't do that. I've got so many other commitments and so many other people need me. And that would be so selfish of me to do that. So although it's called weight loss from within, it's more about the emotional weight that you need to shift. It's about the beliefs and the stories that you are caring about your body, your relationship with food, your self-worth. We're going to dive into all of this and radically disrupt the core beliefs that you're working from at a subconscious level. Because I can tell you almost every single person who's gone through weight loss from within has discovered things about themselves that they didn't even know were there. And that is the, the, it was the key in the lock that unlocked the secret as to why they had this ability to run this pattern of losing weight, getting to where they wanted to be, and then finding themselves back at square one or not being able to take off the weight at all. And there can be other things at play with that. But So in the next couple of episodes, I'm also going to be, I've got some bonus episodes coming out with some previous clients of Weight Loss From Within because their stories are so incredibly powerful and they're all very unique and different in terms of what they took away. But at the end of the day, what all of these women found was a much more loving relationship with themselves. They didn't even realize how hard they were being on themselves until they'd gone through this program. And it's given them so much peace and freedom and appreciation and gratitude for their body. Because again, you know, and I'm going to talk about this on another episode, we have to love our bodies regardless of what shape, size, form they're at. And I am like in this right now with myself as I've gone from, you know, I'm going through a building phase. So I'm going to talk about that on next week's podcast and just what that has been like for me to stay present, to not letting those gremlins take hold. 
So on that note, make sure you get yourself before you do anything else today, head over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash WFW wait list, W-A-I-T list, and get yourself on the wait list for weight loss from within. We're going to be opening the doors soon. And if you know anybody who needs to hear this message, or you know somebody who really needs to look at their air quote weight loss problem from a different perspective, please make sure you share this link, share this podcast with your friends, with your colleagues, with your family, because we can do so much more when we let go of what we think is the problem and we actually start taking responsibility for how we're thinking and feeling about ourselves. And I truly believe that women are gonna change the world, but we can't do that if we're so focused on the garbage that is going on between our ears about shit that honestly just doesn't matter at the end of the day. All right. So have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Full Frontal Living podcast. And I will see you on the next episode.